Hi everyone, it's Sora here, Um, and before the episode starts, I just kind of wanted to give a disclaimer. This episode is about um, ear piercings, it also talks about body piercings. Um, We're really not trying to advertise, like, getting a lot of piercings or, I don't know, causing yourself pain (laughs) or beauty, I guess. Um, Just wanted to give a quick disclaimer or trigger warning if any of those things... um, might, I don't know, bother you or cause you to have negative feelings in any way. Um, This is just a little warning. And also, I talk so much in this episode. So if you get tired of my voice, I completely understand because I'm already tired of editing my voice. Um, But I just hope you enjoy this episode. It's super random, but it was really fun for me to put together. So here it is. Last summer, my cousin and I wanted to get our ears pierced again, and we were staying in my grandfather's golf community in Fort Myers, Florida. So we looked up a piercing place, got in the car, and drove there. And when we finally got there, they told us that they couldn't pierce our ears because of certain laws in Florida that required us to have notarized consent from our parents or something like that. I'm not really sure about what the specific requirements were, but I gathered that ear piercing laws differ from state to state. So here are some examples of the different laws. According to bodycandy.com, in Alaska, a minor's parent must be present during the procedure. Idaho doesn't allow children under 14 to get piercings. Iowa has no known laws for piercings. And in New York, written consent from parent or legal guardian for body piercing or tattoos must be witnessed by the piercer. So basically that means that your parent or guardian has to be in the shop while they sign the form of written consent. Um, And just so you know, a lot of the laws overlap, but they do differ from state to state. So you don't really know if you can get pierced um, in certain states. And that gives us a little insight on how to get pierced. Um, But I also remember that scene in Parent Trap where one of the twins like pierces the other one's ears with an ice cube, an apple, and a needle. I I didn't think that was the, um, you know, safest way to pierce your ears, but... I wanted to go to an expert, so I decided to talk to Seta, who knows a bit about piercing her own ears. Hi, I'm Seta. (laughs) Um, So Seta's a senior with me, um, and we're going to be talking about some piercings because I know Seta has some experience (laughs) with piercing her own ears. So do you want to just like tell us a bit about how many piercings you have, like describe them, you know, give us a whole rundown. Okay, um, I have, wait, give me a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I think I have, like, I think I have eight. Um, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, um, I have two on my right ear, and then I have six on my left, and, um, I did all of them myself except for, like, the very, like, I don't know what you call them, like, the lobe piercings, like, mm-hmm. the very first ones. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, those I got them done. But actually, I got them done, in, like, really, I guess, kind of late, because I know a lot of people got those when, like, they're, like, babies mm-hmm. or whatever. I got them after eighth grade, because mm. it took me so long to convince my parents. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, so, yeah, so you've done most of them yourself. So how do you do them? And, like, are they really hard to do? And what materials do you kind of need to do those okay. piercings? Okay, um, well, I think 
like, don't try it at home if you <laughs> don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Um, the first, well, first of all, I have a really high pain tolerance, so mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't, for me, it doesn't hurt. Right. Um, but, like, I, I just use, um, of course, I make sure that everything's clean that I use, and um, when I'm, like, doing a different kind that I've never done before, I always make sure to, like, look it up and, like, know what I'm getting myself into and, like, being careful, being clean. And, yeah, I, I use a needle, just, like, you know, <laughs> I use a sewing needle. Oh, my God. That's a... <laughs> um, better than a gun. Okay, true. Yeah, because I heard guns can, like, shatter your cartilage. Like, piercing guns, obviously. Yeah, um, they don't heal well is what I've heard. Because I have a friend that does mm. piercings, and she's always, like, huge on, like, not using guns. Damn. Okay, so, like, how did you learn how to do piercings? From your friend or, like, watching videos online? Yeah, I just looked it up online. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> like, was... very risky, I have to say. I just went for yeah, it. Yeah, um... But nothing has ever happened. It's ne- I've never gotten an infection. Really? I've never had any trouble. I, I guess I have a really good immune system, too. <laughs> That's insane. Because they heal really fast. Yeah. Do you, like, clean your piercings after you do them? Or? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> You're an expert. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I always make sure there's no, like, gross, like, stuff inside or that it doesn't get dirty. Mm-hmm. And then once it's healed, I, like, replace the earring. Cool. Wait, so what's, like, the most difficult piercing that you've done, like? Um, <laughs> di- like, difficult in terms of, like, when I was actually doing it, or, like? I guess, like, when you were doing it, and also, like, the most painful one, maybe? Could be separate okay, things. painful? Actually, my most painful piercing was probably my, like, low piercings, the very first ones I got, because they really? hurt a lot when they healed, yeah. Oh, huh. Interesting. I would have thought that it would be something else, but... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The left one, like, it took so long to heal, and, like, I kind of ripped it in the beginning, so... What? (laughs) Wait, how did you rip it? (laughs) Um, I was changing it, it got stuck to my t-shirt. Oh my god, that's so scary, I'm so scared of that. But it's all good now. Um, Okay, good. And then the hardest, I'd say, Rook, because it's... The cartilage is really thick. Hmm. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you did that with a needle to yourself. That's like crazy pain tolerance. Um, oh, actually, I got a really bad migraine for the first few days after I did it. Oh my but gosh. turns out that's like something pretty normal that happens. At first, I was really concerned, but it's Wait, normal. it's something normal for like that piercing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so weird. Is it like a certain pressure point or something? Yeah, it is actually. Oh my um, god, that's so I've crazy. heard that... Like, um, when I was, like, doing research before I was uh, going to do it, Mm -hmm. I looked it up, and it was, like, you know, like, some form of acupuncture or something for migraines. But it made... What? Wait, it was for migraines, but it, like, gave you a migraine. Yeah, but I feel like now I have less migraines, because I always (laughs) get them, but now I don't have any. Yeah, that's kind of good. Yeah, when I got my nose piercing, my friend told me that, like... If you um, pierce it on your left side, then it would, like, relieve pain during childbirth. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe if I have kids, it will not hurt as much, (laughs) but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, Okay, so, wondering, why piercings? Why so many? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, I've always liked them. I've always Mm -hmm. wanted to get a lot, um... 
I feel like it's something because I'm this sounds bad but like I get really bored easily Mm. like in general and I feel like it's something like it technically doesn't do you any harm and Mm. it's something it's kind of an outlet for me I guess in a way I love that is it like a creative (laughs) outlet for you or just like yeah somewhat Hmm. do you think you would like do piercings in the future um if I'm ever broke then definitely (laughs) I mean, I would trust you piercing my ears. (laughs) Have you ever pierced anyone else's ears? No, actually. Really? Okay, I I I feel like it would be different. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I I feel like cutting my hair would be different from cutting someone else's hair, so it's probably, like, the same thing. Yeah. What I would be concerned about is, like, because I'm I'm assuming that my body is, like, really different from other people's, because, like, I've never gotten an infection or anything, and I'm not, like, super careful. Like, I'm careful, but, like, (laughs) not like that much yeah mm-hmm. so I'm also assuming that I'm kind of lucky and also pain tolerance right so your body is just ready to take on any piercings <laughs> but some other people maybe not like Harry for example yeah <laughs> okay so anything else you want to say about piercings or your love for piercings <laughs> <laughs> um I guess like if you want to do them then do them and just be careful yeah and yeah thanks Seta for coming on the podcast thanks for having me so while ear piercings have become way more popular and stylish now there are also certain risks to getting your ear pierced and you know putting a hole in your body um so I talked to Harry about his story um and how when he got an ear piercing, it ended up way worse than he had expected. Hi everyone, I'm here with Harry, and we're going to talk about ear piercings. So Harry, you want to introduce yourself? (laughs) I'm Harry, (laughs) I'm a senior, and we are going to talk about ear piercings, (laughs) something I know a little bit about. (laughs) So Harry, would you like to tell your story? Sure, I'll just get started. So, um... I wanted to get my helix pierced, like, on my left ear since, like, last February. I don't know. It came to me. And I was going to go get it pierced with my friend, but then it fell through because, like, for some reason, you need, like, your parents to be there, like, with you, and, like, mine weren't available Mm -hmm. that day. So we couldn't go together. So I ended up going to another place separately on another day. So... Then I went, and it was fine, um, and I was super fine about piercings, because I got my nose pierced, like, flat the month before, and mm-hmm. it was fine, like, it didn't really, and, and for the first, and I went with my sister, too, uh-huh. sorry, I forgot to say that, That's this is good. important, Some, we went like, to the same place, okay. you know, she got a, a cartilage piercing, too, mm-hmm. you know, high-risk area, I got a cartilage piercing, hers was fine, you know, mine was okay you know hurt a little I was like, okay I just got stabbed like I guess it'll hurt uh-huh. um so I went home and it was hurting I tried to clean it and the first few days I was like okay all right whatever then it just got like swollen and I was Yikes. like what's going on <laughs> and then like my mom walked by me one time she was like that's infected you have uh-huh. to take it out wait so what did it and, look like oh also, I can send you pictures. I know it's a podcast, but... <laughs> Maybe we'll make it, like, the cover of the episode. Just your oh my swollen God. ear. It's going to need a trigger warning. It's so <laughs> disgusting. Um, but anyway, um, 
well, at first it wasn't like terrible. It was just like obviously red and swollen, and it mm-hmm. was like, and it hurt. So that was super annoying. And then, um, oh my god, I was trying to get that piercing out. It was like so stressful. I had like another class at like eight p.m. because that's when like one of my language classes meets, mm-hmm. and. I was, like, struggling to, like, get it out, and I hadn't eaten yet, and I was like, oh, my God, I was like, it's FaceTime my sister, I was like, what do I do, like, you're piercing, it's okay, like, what should I do, and then finally afterwards, um, I, like, after my class, I, like, took it out, finally, and I was like, oh, my God, and because it was the next day I had the ACT, I was like, I cannot, oh, like, sit through the ACT with yeah. this piercing, so I was like, okay, it's infected, I, but I was like, okay, if I take the piercing out, this was my thought. I was like, oh, it'll all be okay. And as soon as I take it out in a day or two, all of this will go away. Because I was nervous a little bit when I went with my sister. Because she had gotten piercings before and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, pierced stuff herself. And, you know, yeah. she was like, you know, if it gets infected, whatever. Like, she was like, and she said, she said this was really <laughs> funny. Because she said, like, the day of when we were getting, she was like, it's not like, you're not going to go to the hospital or something. Like, oh okay. my god! Little so foreshadowing here. Mm-hmm. A little foreshadowing. Nice. So okay. my sister reassured me. She said, "It's it's fine. You're not going <laughs> to go to the hospital." So I um okay. So then I took the piercing out. Whatever. Still red. Still swollen. I was like, okay. So it still hurt, and then it kept hurting, and it was getting a little bigger. And I was like, getting bigger. Ow. What does that mean? Yeah, it was getting bigger. <laughs> like like the. It was, like, swelling, and then it was getting a little bit bigger, a little more swelling. Oh, God, okay. And it would, like, leak fluid, and I was like, ew. I don't yeah, like was, the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't, I was trying to, like, clean it with hot salt water and do all this yeah, stuff. Okay. Um, and put this antimicrobial cream on it. And, <laughs> and, oh, my God, it hurt so much. I was, like, popping Advil's. Not bad. Not in a bad way. Okay, popping in Advil. The rec- <laughs> in the recommended Might have to cut that part way. out, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was taking pain over-the-counter pain <laughs> medication as recommended by the instructions um and that was really pulling me through and I was like could not focus on anything but my ear and then I did this like I was like okay can, we, can I go to the doctor to my mom she was like yeah but it's like super weird now like it's really hard to get a doctor's appointment I think with like mm-hmm. corona yeah it's just like harder for them to do it so I did this like zoom call with like <laughs> this doctor who wasn't even like my doctor and she was like okay it's like infected i was like okay and she was like i'm gonna prescribe you an antibiotic and this cream so she did and i was like okay it's gonna go away i was okay so when should i like know if it's getting better or worse she was like if it doesn't get better in like like three or four days then like you know that's bad so i started taking the antibiotic or whatever Mm -hmm. and the using the cream nothing happened um and it got bigger like like bigger I'm scared and I I learned later is because like the hole closed a little bit and it couldn't drain oh anymore. my god so all this like fluid was <gasps> it was like ear. building up yeah it was That's really so big scary. Like, okay. like a giant spider bite um oh my god <laughs> so you like couldn't sleep on that side like oh no 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 Oh, I on that side, and that's like my side for sleeping. And it got—it's been like so bad. I haven't slept on that side in so long that I like mm-hmm. switched like preferences for like what side <laughs> I sleep on. Like now I sleep oh on that side. It changed your sleeping so habits. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, it's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> so then it was like nothing better. I was like, we need to go to like my pri- my primary care physician or whatever. So we went to my doctor, and she, 
it took like 20 and we were in the waiting room for 20 minutes and like there's three nurses came in to like ask me the same question like mm-hmm. whatever da, 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 da. um and then the doctor came in and she like looked at it for like a hot second she was like you need to get that drained i was like okay <laughs> she was like go she was oh like, my god okay. to the emergency room the emergency so room like, okay oh my god yeah okay so she wrote us this prescription we walked down to the emergency room and i sat in the emergency room for like half hour i think i like fell asleep at one point and then this emergency room doctor came in and finally he looked at it he was like yeah that needs to be drained i was like okay yes right can you please do it uh-huh. i was so ready to get it done that day like i really wanted it done um and then um and then he was like it's not emergent i was like what and he was like i want the ent to do it i was like okay he was like come back like first thing tomorrow in the morning to the ENT so I went back home I went to sleep woke up first thing in the morning to go we went down and then there was like some like issue with the ENT and like couldn't do it and he was like he was also like freaking out and like he was like I need to get you in the operating room he was like I was like oh my god what are you talking about and he (laughs) could not do it so we were, were like what is going on? So we left um, and ca- called my doctor again. And my mom was like, oh my God, like, do you know of any other ENT? Like, it did not work out with the other one. And then she was like, yeah, <laughs> there's another one in Hackensack. And Hackensack is this, like, other town in New Jersey that's, like, pretty, like, not pretty far, but it's, like, a 30-minute drive. Yeah. She was like, okay. So I was like, <laughs> we need to do this. So oh then we, like, literally ordered an Uber to go to An Uber? You Ubered there. <laughs> Yeah, because we don't have a car, so we had oh to God. Uber there, okay. and, like, we were, I was like, I don't know, like, we can't take a train, like, there's yeah. nowhere that goes to Hackensack, so we Ubered to Hackensack real quick, um, we went there, the doctor was like, they were like, oh, yeah, we're expecting you, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, wow, when, as soon as they, like, looked at my oh ear, my they'd gosh. be like, oh, wow, <laughs> so I went down to, like, I think I was still in the emergency room, technically, uh-huh. um, and I sat in this bed for, like, a really long time, had, like, so many doctors come in to just look at my ear like they were like they were like oh it's slow this morning i wanted to see oh my god so you were like an attraction like people would like go up to you oh my god Um, it was really funny (laughs) and i was like telling people the same story over and over all these random doctors come here um and then finally the resident ent came and he was like all right let's get it trained he was he was a really nice guy but he like put me so much pain oh, like God. he needed to do it because it needed to get done right but it like hurt and um so what they had to do first they like injected like the sides of my ear with like numbing uh-huh. like yeah that's good agents or whatever which is good but like i can basically still feel what was going on but like i would have been able to feel it like way more if they had yeah. it mm-hmm. but like i could have still i still felt it a little bit and then they like cut into my ear <laughs> right there on that bed <laughs> and just squeezed and squeezed oh my god you're kidding and squeezed. oh my god i like don't even remember that like i was like sweating and like <laughs> squeezing my mom's hand and i was like ah! it was, like hurt so bad and like my mom was like oh my god so much like blood and pus came out I was Ew. Like, oh, it was so gross. And I there was like there was like five doctors just watching because they wanted to see. You had an audience. That's so funny. I, I had an audience. It was so hilarious. Uh-huh. Um 
and then he finally got it all out and there was this little like container of this like disgusting oh stuff God. that came out of my ear and he was like okay we're gonna keep <laughs> you on we're gonna put you on an IV right now and so you can get some antibiotics and then we want to culture what came out of your ear so we know what antibiotic to put you on when you go home I was like okay whatever whatever um I just, like, I don't know, I took a nap for, like, an hour, yeah. and then they were, like... Wait, wait, the story goes on. There's yeah, more. this is not, it's not in Oh, my God, I thought that that was, like, the climax of the story. No, no, <laughs> it keeps going. I mean, it kind of was, but it keeps going okay. um, a little bit. So then they were, like, okay, we need to keep you overnight just to be sure about the antibiotics. I was, like, okay. Hmm. So they got me a room. My mom went home to, like, get my computer and get some, like, other things, and I had my class at night too, but I couldn't make it because she didn't get back in time with my yeah. computer. And I just was just like chilling in my hospital room, um, <laughs> with an IV, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, why are you in the <laughs> hospital?" Or like people were like, "You're in the hospital." I was like, "Yeah." And then the next day, um, you know, they came in in the morning, and they were like, "Um, yeah, so you're gonna need to stay another day because the culture didn't come back." I was like. Hmm. Okay. So I just like sat there. Uh huh. Um, I like did like zoom from my like <laughs> hospital bed, and like it was so funny. I went into one class and literally turned on the zoom. Oh, and I forgot. I had to sew this thing into my ear. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot this. Basically, the cartilage is gone. It's destroyed. Wait. Like what? Wait. The bone, like going? the stuff in your ear. Kind like of. the piercing. Yeah. <laughs> Where the piercing was, uh-huh. like there was pressure from the front and the back, and it like destroyed the cartilage in that area. <laughs> so there's just like it's just floppy there. Oh there's just nothing God. there. Now there's I really want to touch your ear. <laughs> I mean, if if you get that opportunity, that's safe. One time, I will, like I. I mean, it's a weird sensation, yeah. so it's kind of cool. That's crazy. But, so they had to sew this, literally sew this thing into my ear. Mm-hmm. Another thing I could feel. Um, it looks like, I don't it looked like a post-it note. It was like this giant what? thing to like hold my ear up so it wouldn't like heal weird. Uh-huh. So that was also like sitting in my ear. So I was sitting on Zoom with this giant thing <laughs> in my ear in like a hospital gown uh-huh. and like an <laughs> IV and just no one noticed for like 10 minutes. And then my teacher was like, oh, Harry, like are you in the hospital? I was like... <laughs> Yeah, and then I was, like, trying to tell them what happened, but I couldn't stop laughing because it was, like, really funny to me. So, yeah, that was happening, and so they just kept me on antibiotics, and they were like, oh, the culture didn't come back. And then that, like, just kept happening, and it turned into, like, four whole days that I was just in the hospital. And everyone was like, That's Yeah, insane. everyone was like, why are you in the hospital? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm literally fine. Like, I could do yeah. everything except I just had an IV. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason I was there, <laughs> just to have this IV. So I was, like, walking around, like, literally doing homework, going to class, just in the hospital. It was kind of funny. <laughs> um, and then, thank God, the one day came. They were like, okay, you can go. We found, we got the culture back. And then the guy mm-hmm. came back to, like, take the giant thing mm-hmm. out of my ear. Um, and he just went to town again. <laughs> every time he came by, he would, like, we every other person would be like, touching it so delicately he'd come by he'd be like let's get that fluid out let's do it um which is like good like i'm glad he did it's his job but he just really went to town in my ear Mm -hmm. hardcore so he yeah he i mean he was dedicated so got he got that done and then they like prescribed me a new antibiotic 
and then um and then finally I just like went home and I like kept taking the antibiotic and I had to keep like every night I had to like squeeze the pus out of my ear <laughs> for like a week it was oh, like I was like my mom was like did you like squeeze your ear to the house okay so I like went and did that um but now all better I just have a bunch of scar oh my gosh that's, that's crazy Wow. I know, I miss that piercing, but, you know. <laughs> really? You really miss it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get it again. But, I yeah. feel like if you got it again, that'd be so weird, because there's just no cartilage there anymore. Yeah, I, I couldn't get it there, I don't think. Really? Hmm. Yeah. So what's, like, what have you learned from that whole experience? <laughs> what have I learned? What's a good life lesson from clean that? Your, clean your ear piercing with more than just a, like, Q-tip and salt water <laughs> 20 seconds I guess because that's the only thing that I mm. could like I don't know maybe let me think the moral uh, <laughs> <laughs> like think uh, things through I don't know just just be ready be prepared for the worst okay. trust your instincts because I was like <laughs> I don't want to go to the hospital I don't want to go to the hospital everyone was like you're not going to go to the hospital you're not going to go to the hospital where did I go? the hospital so I think this is really just a lesson mm. in trust yourself but you weren't trusting yourself because you didn't want to go to the hospital. Uh, yeah, I did get the piercing, so I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> just be open to anything, I guess. Just be, just but also, be open to, any to anyone who's listening, this is not to say don't get a piercing, right? Because yes, Harry totally... has a nose piercing. I have a nose piercing. We're doing and I, great. Yeah, we're doing great. Um, <laughs> Somewhat. We're doing I, okay. I'm, go for any piercing. You know, do what you need to do. Just... You know, it can get accumulated into an abscess, and you might have to go to the hospital. You might and get possibly have to do your Zoom classes drink. in a hospital bed, but but that's the price you pay sometimes. So. <laughs> Beauty is in pain. In my opinion, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Any parting words? Anything you want to say to the school community? <laughs> anything I want to say to the school community? Um, like, pick a good look at my left ear if you see me in person. Just try to spot that little scarring tissue. <laughs> Have a little, make a little game. You right, little I class, spy Harry's little ear. Eye spy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that could be fun. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening to Harry share his story. Hi, guys. <laughs> So as I was doing my research on piercings, I was thinking about how they've become more popular over the years. Now, piercings are considered more acceptable and stylish, while in the past they had been associated with punk rock and emo culture, kind of like as a sign of rebellion. So here's a quick history of ear piercings. In 1991, the body of the oldest mummy was found and it was discovered that he actually had two ear piercings. So this shows us that ear piercings have been around for a really long time. Um, and then we also see King Tut wearing earrings. And then another 1,300 years later, Julius Caesar also popularized the accessory in ancient Rome. Um, so they were largely worn by men and in late 16th century Britain, one earring on a man was a symbol of wealth. But ear piercings weren't always reserved for the rich. Sailors and pirates also sported an earring. Um, and something interesting about sailors is that they would actually pierce their own ears knowing that if they were to die at sea, the earring recovered from their body could pay for a funeral. 
I thought that was super interesting. Um, and earrings also have like a certain spiritual and religious significance because many people said that demons would enter the body through the ear and so the metal from an earring would ward against them. So those are just some fun historical facts about piercings and now we will hear from a faculty guest who has an earring. Hi everyone, it's good to see you. I'm Dr. Gentile. Mm -hmm. So he's going to share his story about how he got his ear piercing and when. For sure. So I got my ear pierced when I was 17. So I guess that was my senior year of high school. Um, I always wanted to get it pierced mostly because of all the music and bands I listened to. I was a veritable emo kid in high school. So My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, all of those like classic early 2000s emo bands, they all had the, you know, slightly goth aesthetic and the cool gauge earrings and the uh, like earrings with the spikes. And I wanted something cool like that. Um, my parents actually were like totally fine with it. They were like, yeah, go get a piercing. But uh, they were too busy to like take me to go get one. Uh, and in New York and Connecticut, you have to be 18 to get an ear piercing uh, unless you have consent from your parents. Mm -hmm. So I was too impatient waiting for them to find time. They were willing to do it, but they kind of just put it off, which made me think as a kid that they actually didn't really want me to get it, but they just kind of <laughs> didn't want to have conflict. Mm -hmm. It's very common, uh, I would say, with my parents or parents in general. <laughs> um, but they were pretty like, yeah, no, it'll be fine. So I remember going to a Claire's and then just seeing like, would they actually check my ID? And they yeah. said, no, you're not 18. So I didn't get it pierced oh, there. Claire's. So then my friends and I, cause I lived at the time in uh, Fairfield County in Connecticut. So it's like a 35, 40 minute train ride to Manhattan. So we went to Manhattan uh, and then hung out around Astor Place um, because that was like one of the easier places to get through from you know, Grand Central. And there was a store there, it's still there. Uh, I don't know if anyone would go, but it's called Trash and Vaudeville. Mm -hmm. It's like super weird uh, alt-goth clothing. And at the time, I really went there often. They have those like crazy platform black boots with spikes and like real weird vibey things. Um, but all up and down that street, that piercing areas and stations to mm -hmm. get like tattoos and piercings. So basically, I made it my goal to go up and down and <laughs> ask every single person until someone didn't ask me for my ID. Oh my gosh. So, four tries on the fifth try uh the person didn't check my id uh sat down he did it with one of those like uh puncher guns oh like the gosh. like it's not, yeah. not with a needle but like um yeah piercing guns safety tags on like clothing yeah <laughs> uh, he pierced my left ear and then was like hmm how old are you and then i was like uh i'm 18 and then he was like yeah i think we're done here and then oh i paid God. and i left so that's why i only got my one ear pierced wait really uh, that's why yeah. Because he, well, like, stopped I mean, halfway through. <laughs> kind of, well, he asked me halfway through, kind of like, I don't know, maybe it was the reaction of my peers who were there, or maybe I just looked like a baby. But he, like, did it, and then he was like, wait, how old are you? And I was like, 18. Oh and then he was God. like, yeah, mm, we should call it. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wait, so you uh, originally wanted both ears to get here. I, I intended to get both ears, but then I got one, and then, I don't know, then I kind of, like, dug the vibe of one ear in. And then I didn't really bother because then I went to college the next year mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't have time to get the second one done. And I was so desperate to gauge my ears to look like all the cool rock band people that I started right, right away. And then I thought it would be really weird to have one gauged ear <laughs> and then one tiny ear piercing. And then I just kind of lost track of it. And then um, that's the story, I guess. Wow. I can't think of the 
my parents didn't mind it. Um, there were other piercings that, like my eyebrow piercing that I got in college. You had an me. eyebrow piercing, Doctor Gentile. So much is coming <laughs> out. <laughs> I never uh, knew. No, I think I've said this before to folks. There's like a. I mean, obviously we're on Zoom. You can't see. Yeah. But there's two little holes on my. Uh, I guess it's my right. Uh, I had an eyebrow piercing for half of college. My parents didn't like that one. I remember. Um, like, they were super nice and chill, and they let me be me, which is great. But I remember my mom just looked at me and went, I made you perfect. Why would you change you? And then she walked away. <laughs> that felt horrible. So oh my if you ever want to guilt someone, that's a really good good way to do it. But in the end, it was really funny because when I ended up graduating college, I took it out because uh, it was just, honestly, it looked cool, but it was in the mm -hmm. way all the time. Eyebrow piercings oh, get really? caught Shirt, on your shirt collar, oh. they get caught on everything. Like if you scratch your forehead, it get caught on your like um, your sleeves. It's, oh my gosh! I mean, aesthetically, they're very cool. Yeah. And if anyone ever gets permission from their parents <laughs> or decides when they're adults to get an eyebrow piercing, it's definitely um, a fun one to have. But it's more of a hassle than it is um, an ear piercing. Mm. Ear piercing to me, it doesn't bug. I forget it's even there. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like your ear piercing is it is kind of like gauged or whatever. I don't know the correct terminology. Yeah. It's kind of stretched out though, right? Yeah, yeah. so um, the like terminology is like a gauge is how thick the, basically the main piece of your earring is. Mm -hmm. So um, I think most earrings, when they pierce you originally, it's either a 12 or 14 gauge. And then uh, what ends up happening is the numbers, as the numbers get smaller, the thickness gets bigger. Mm -hmm. So like the classic, um, like donut hole looking earrings mm -hmm. that a lot of emo kids had at the time were like zero gauge. And I never went that low because okay. that's honestly, there's like a point of no return where your earlobes are so stretched that you can't really bring it back. And I wasn't yeah. quite that intense. Wait, is um, it possible to bring them back? Like, can they go back? Stretch <laughs> back. I had a lot of friends in oh. high school that gauged their ears to zero and now they're stretched back and it has like a little indent that kind of looks like it would be a scar, but mm. it's not very noticeable. Some mm. folks that I knew who went really big because um, they go down to double zero and then after that they start talking about inches. Oh my gosh, <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, they they had to get their earlobes sewed on like a like back together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> I don't intense. know. I mean, it's all fun and games until um, you want to look a certain way and then you want to go back again. But right. I don't know. For the most part, your earlobe, the cartilage, is very adaptable, um, which yeah. I thought was very uh, surprising. But mm -hmm. yeah, no. For the most part, the whole process of gauging your ear is an odd thing in general because you buy these things called tapers which looks like a taper candle. So a taper candle mm -hmm. are those really tall, thin ones that get thicker on the bottom oh, so they yeah. stay up. Mm -hmm. um, and basically you buy tapers that go from the point where you started, like the point of the taper, the smallest bit. Yeah. And then as it gets thicker, it goes to the end. And the end is where you're stretching your earlobe to. Oh. So um, you put the taper in mm -hmm. and then every day in like when you shower and mm -hmm. your skin is stretchy and your earlobes are stretchy, you slowly pull the taper down stretching oh the gosh. ear slowly over time. Yeah, and you have to do it really slowly because if you go too fast, uh, you risk like stretching the skin so much that it rips. Right. So you have to go very slow. Uh, it takes a lot of time. Is it painful? No, it's not painful if you do it slowly. Okay. Um, if you're impatient and you try to pull a really thick needle through a very small opening, uh, it can be pretty painful. Mm. Uh, but no, it's like uh, you do it slowly over time. Um, and then it basically looks like you have a big nail in your ear because the point that's facing forward mm -hmm. is thick and round and the back is super pointy. Yeah. Um, they're a little awkward because you can kind of like, I don't know, stab yourself with them a bit because they're very pointy and long. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, and the idea is that when you make it to the end, you use it to thread in the new earring you want that's thicker. Oh, so you like push it through the thread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think I said most folks get it at fourteen, and then you gauge down. So usually you gauge by sets of two. So you go from like fourteen to twelve mm -hmm. to ten to eight to six to four. Uh, and I think right now I'm at a four. So a four is like maybe I don't know. I would say a quarter of an inch. No, no, less than that. Much less than that. Sorry. I don't know. Um, it's about the thickness of those glow band bracelets that you get, like, on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that I saw recently that's about <laughs> it. So it's, it's thick, but it's not um, absurd. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, if you if you look at my ear without the earring, it, it kind of does oh look like gosh. a hole. It's just a hole. It, yeah. <laughs> kind of like someone, <laughs> you know what? Actually, it's almost the same size as a hole punch, huh. I would say. Interesting. Yeah, that's probably a more relatable image for folks on the podcast yeah. to think about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if I took it out and uh, left it out for a very long time, it would it would heal probably back to what it was when I first got it pierced, like a normal wow. size post. I did not know that. I thought that like once you stretch your ears out, there's no going back. It depends on how long it's been since you stretched them. I mm -hmm. haven't increased the stretching of my ears, God, since I was a junior in college. So uh, you know, do you I intend guess it, to stretch yeah. them more? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I don't. No. <laughs> I have that time of my life and that aesthetic being um, something I was striving for is, is no longer mm -hmm. part of my interests. But uh, I have, I guess, a lot of fond memories of my earring uh, because it was something, I don't want to say reckless. I guess it was kind of reckless, right? I went into the city by myself. I got implicit permission from my parents, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like they kind of said, they didn't explicitly say yes, but they were kind of like, oh, we'll be fine with that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we'll bring you someday. And they never brought me. So I kind of took action. I mean, I wouldn't recommend what I did. I would recommend that you go somewhere that's like a real clean place when you're 18 and gets it done. Because um, as we talked about earlier, like you want to make sure that everything is clean so you don't get an infection. But I've also heard from folks that really do piercings often that the the like punch gun method isn't the best because it can yeah. cause a lot of trauma to the tissue. I was... Yeah, Seta told me that. She said that if you use a gun, like, it can shatter your cartilage sometimes, mm -hmm. which is really scary. But it's yeah, also, but like, I feel like it's less painful than a needle, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I never got the needle in the ear. I did, when they did my eyebrow, mm -hmm. that was with a needle. And That's I will say, crazy. that was surprisingly painful. I actually yeah. didn't think it would hurt as much as it did. <laughs> yeah, did it hurt way more than your ear? Oh, the ear I didn't feel at all. Yes, no, no that was no big deal. Um, the eyebrow piercing was rough because they put the needle in your eyebrow and it has to sit there for a sec when Ooh, they yeah. thread in the new one. Uh -huh. So you have like this needle just like in your eyebrow and the skin there is very thin. Right. So they have to pull it out with a clamp so that the skin is uh. far enough away from your, <laughs> I guess, your brow so mm -hmm. that they don't poke your, I don't even know what would be, I guess your bone is behind that. I don't know yeah. really else, but it's probably behind it too. But yeah, no, and then it was, it was always, it's always in the way no matter what, the eyebrow piercing, but when it's healing and it's in the way, it's even worse because anytime you put a shirt on or take it off or rub your, like, itch your forehead, like yeah. you poke it and it would be like, ah! And it hurts. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an open, I mean, it's not quite an open wound, but it is a wound on your face, which <laughs> takes a while to heal. Oh, yeah. um, I don't regret the eyebrow piercing, but that one wasn't, I wouldn't do that one again. <laughs> It was, it was a little bit more painful than I wanted it to be. It looked pretty cool for like a while, but then I think my parents were sad because my college photos, I still had my eyebrow piercing in because they mm. took them my junior year of college. And then when I went and did uh, graduate school interviews, I took it out because I felt it would be a little bit too much. I also was kind of over the vibe of it. 
Um, and then I couldn't get it back in and also kind of didn't want to put it back mm -hmm. in. And then my mom was just like, so you took out the eyebrow piercing after <laughs> we took the photographs of you graduating from college. Like, great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good snapshot of like a time in your life. Like it definitely like shows who you were then. Yeah. No, definitely. It's, um, yeah, I think a lot of folks go through these impulsive decisions of revolving piercings and I guess theoretically tattoos, although I don't have any tattoos, but mm -hmm. I think that the reason why I was more impulsive with piercings is that they can be removed and they heal and they close. And yeah. I guess piercings in my vibe are like impulse decisions that aren't very drastic. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like there's a teenager, it was, it was something that I felt empowered me a little bit. Uh, but now I guess as an adult where I have more control over my actions in life, uh, than when I, when I was a teenager. I, I don't feel the need to do those impulsive things anymore. But yeah. maybe it's part of the <laughs> frontal lobe development of a teenager. <laughs> uh, as I said earlier, like it was a fun, rebellious thing I did as a teen that was low risk. And I think that aesthetically, I still love my ear piercing and I like the memories of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't change it or get rid of it. The eyebrow piercing was was probably too much because I did get rid of it. And mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think I would pull it off now very well. But... Yeah, I think they're a fun way to accessorize yourself uh, in ways that are uh, not often, I don't know, I guess, I guess, put essentially, men don't tend to accessorize often with the cliche, you know, masculinity trope. Um, yeah. But I find my earring very fun to play with and change and put in and take out. Um, I also find it funny when people react to it, especially when they find out it's a gauge, because they're always like, what? <laughs> he stretched it out. <laughs> um, and that's something I did, I guess, not quite when I was, well, I guess a teenager. I was younger than 20. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I look back on it fondly. Um, but I wholeheartedly do not recommend going on your own to find a place <laughs> that would pierce you when you're 17. Mm -hmm. um, because that's just not not a safe thing to do. But that was, unfortunately, what I did when I was a teenager. <laughs> so learn from um, my weird, well, I don't know, it wasn't a mistake, but it could have been a mistake very easily. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Dr. Gentile, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sora. I'll talk to you soon, okay? <laughs>
I guess I kind of urge you to practice listening to the sounds in your life, whether it's your dog barking or a family member speaking. Try to recognize the nuances and emotions in their voice. It's not the volume or the beat that you should pay attention to. It's the distinctions, the tones and colors of sound that really matter. I hope you enjoyed listening to this very random segment on ear piercings, and I appreciate all the different ears, with piercings or not, listening to this now. <laughs>